Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Got you through until 6.30 tonight. Cavs basketball coming your way there when they host the Mavericks. But on our streaming service, which is whbcsports.com, we will have some high school basketball tournament action for you tonight. It is Padua at Canton South. Dan Belford, Denny Kincaid will call the action. And Bells joins us right now to preview that game and other games uh, that are taking place tonight throughout Stark County. How are you, Bells? Good, road, man. JT, how are you guys doing? We're great, man. Thanks for making time for us. Let's start with uh, Canton South and the game you'll be calling here this evening. Uh, great season in football, right, with Pucci and Tavon Castle and the guys uh, making it to the Final Four. But how about this? Those two players, along with others, key figures in Canton South's run, maybe to a a, a deep postseason uh, tournament run. They really have. Uh, Pucci's um, played outstanding all year. And uh, I, I was reading some of the numbers Denny put out. I think he's knocking down like 40% from three. Uh, Tavon is, uh, from what I saw him this year a couple times, just a lockdown defender. He can finish on offense. And uh, the young man, uh, Kimbrough, who played at St. Thomas uh, last year, in basketball yep. is finally getting into his his happy zone and doing some positive things. He's a big kid. He's got a nice wingspan. He's a great shooter from that intermediate range, and he can back you down too. Just a good athlete, a good basketball player. And, and this team is peaking at the right time, I think, to come into tournament. They've won down the stretch, I think, five and one, six and one coming into it. Parma, on the other hand, uh, have back-to-back losses to close the season by an average of a uh, 30 in the one game, 20 in the other game. So they got some wounds to lick and some adjustments to make against a South team, really, who, who's got their giddy-up going and, and prime uh, a focus on the tournament to start on the home court tonight. Yeah, you mentioned Kimbrough. You, you look at his size, 6'5", senior forward, 16 points per game. Uh, uh, Tavon Castle, 15 a game. Pucci at about 12 a game. So right there, you've got uh, three seniors that kind of lead the way. And so from that standpoint, Bells, how much do you think that could help them? The experience of playing deep into the playoffs in football, I know it's a different sport, but handling that pressure and transferring that to the basketball court. That's perfectly said, Kenny. It really is. Anytime you have leadership in a sport, you can transfer it into another sport. And kids who play with them, the witness to what they did on the football field and the composure they had, in the focus they had to see them come over and realize these aren't football guys who just want to stay in shape and play basketball. They're athletes who happen to be good basketball players too. And trust me, Pucci runs with the basketball his hand as fast as he did with the football tucked under his arm. He's a blur on the court. Tavon uh, runs the floor well. Kimbrough, they've got a nice supporting cast. Sadler is a nice defensive player for the team, from what I remember. Uh, Luke Johnson, also a good player. They all shoot in a good percentage in terms of the uh, the game from the top of the key in, and they're not too bad from the outside. It's not their forte uh, to shoot the deep ball all night. They're better if they work it inside than work it out. But we'll see how that all shakes out tonight against uh, the Padua Bruins. 
And again, you can listen to that game tonight, whbcsports.com. We're streaming it. Dan Belford, Denny Kincaid will have Canton South playing host uh, to Padua. Other games that are taking place tonight, Bells, uh, throughout yep. the area, let's just take a quick look at some of those. Uh, well, two teams in Stark County facing off against each other, uh, Tuslaw and Central Catholic. Are, are we expecting Coach Kramer uh, to make a deep run with Central this year? I think once they get out, and I feel they will get out of sectional, uh, they'll get into the districts, and I think after that, anything can happen with a Matt Kramer team uh, based on the, the level of competition they play all year. Take on a lot of bad opponents and a lot of good independent opponents. They're starting to find some giddy-up themselves. They're never going to overwhelm you with their numbers, whether they win 12 or 13 and, and who's scoring what. They're, they're not going to blow you off the stat sheet they just play good collective basketball and and smart basketball and that's the way they have to play because they're not so gifted that they can just show up put it in the win column and move on they'll play hard in every game they just play harder and better they're they're very attentive to what they do on both ends of the court Uh, yeah i I look for the crusaders to, to get into the districts again they get to the districts i've seen them do some wonderful things to push through and get to the next level this is a team that could do that Dan, tell me a little bit about this IVC in Melbourne. We were talking about it yesterday on the program. They're 22-0, and and we see some of those teams in that conference are playing tonight. East Canton, for one. Well, yeah, you know, it, it's, a, it's a league that has a good heritage of basketball. Uh, they have a good culture of basketball in that league, and I, in many ways I think they've been basketball heavy before they, they started having success in football. So this is what you start seeing with – these smaller schools are so much fun to watch. Other than the communities just show up. But these kids play the sport year-round. Whether they play two sports and transfer over, that's another thing. But it's it's a rich culture of hoops in these smaller schools. And the IVC has a wonderful collection of schools that do that. And you, you remember, it hasn't been too many years where Sandy Valley struggled on the football end of things, mm-hmm. and they've moved forward on that. But they've always had a pretty decent basketball program there malvern rich heritage in that as well and so on and so forth and east canton who's doing some very nice things they quietly got better as the season went and that's a team that could upend some apple carts going deeper into the tournament i expect them to make a little run here too remember the young brothers that played at east canton yeah yeah without a doubt they could remember them well yes how about Sandy Valley uh, as we look, you know, at these teams that are all playing? To, here are the games that are being played tonight with our Star County teams, all right? Marlington yep. at Struthers, Padua at Canton South. We'll have that at whbcsports.com, 7 o'clock tip-off. Uh, Lisbon Beaver at Minerva. Uh, Tusla, who hasn't won a game at Central Catholic. Uh, Fairless at Smithville. Uh, Urban Scholars versus East Canton at East Canton. And then Coshocton at Sandy Valley. What about the Cardinals? I think, in my opinion, I think they're a dangerous team. I really do. A 14-15 win team. They're talented. Uh, it, it, they are team with capital letters. They've got a great one in uh, the forward, Ian Ziegler. Nice, nice kid and plays so well. Uh, I, I mean, I'm sorry. I got I got off chart on that. Dan, Dante Philo, Nick Petro, to me, he's been one of my favorites all year. He's a, he's a okay. double-double kid, 15-12, and 15-15. He does that all year. Uh, Philo, I think, was player of the year in IVC. He can get you inside, get you outside. Good deep shooter, and in in, uh, in one of the, I think he broke the school mark this year for points. I think or points in the nice. 
but, but they're a dangerous team. And um, they're just not run up and down the court and score. They, they'll press you full court. Uh, they're great on the switch on defense. They do great health defense, good box and one stuff. Um, they are a team I really am highlighting and will be somewhat disappointed if they don't get to the district final game. So those are the, the matchups that uh, we wanted to share with everybody tonight uh, in the sectional. Uh, tomorrow night, here are some of the matchups. Lorraine at yeah. Hoover, Boardman at Perry, uh, Akron North uh, at Louisville, Copley at Glen Oak, Lake is on the road at Brush, and Cleveland Garrett is at Jackson. Let's start with Hoover, 15-7 and seven on the year, plays yeah. in that tough Federal League, uh, you know, year in and year out to get you battle-tested for this. Uh, could Hoover be a team that, you know, Lorraine might be taking lightly and then Hoover gets a home victory? Well, you hope Lorraine doesn't take them lightly because this is a Hoover team that if you do, will take down. They really will. And, and they're a team that likes to dictate the tempo. And by that, I mean they can, they can push, they can run, but they're very comfortable working the weave in the half court. And uh, they're very intensive on defense. Uh, they're a team that likes to keep the point score point total somewhere in that 50 to 55 range we see them win more games in that point total than we do to lose those games so if they can keep you within the parameters of that point total i'd say advantage vikings it's another team that you highlight and you look at because they've been there before coach bluey's done an amazing job and it's another one of those young teams that has one senior on the team they're relatively young but they they came together very quickly this year and they're a fun bunch of kids to watch, and I really do expect good things out of them. Perry having a rough year at five and seventeen, uh, so we'll, we'll see if they're able to, you know, turn it on in the postseason yeah. because of their federal league experience. And then, of course, the team we all think has a chance to maybe go the furthest amongst the boys, right? Louisville at twenty and two, taking on Akron North, and Coach Siegfried and the fellows getting after it tomorrow night. <laughs> Boy, they are, yeah, and I, and I fully expect them. They think about it. All the years they, they, they've had nice teams and they get to the district final, and who do they play? St. V. Right. And that's been the stumbling block for years and years and years. And then I read somewhere the last time someone made it to the D2 finals was Louisville from Stark County, and that was 17 years ago. Oh, so wow. I think, yeah, this team – and I think you and I talked, Kenny, we were talking last week. I really feel there's no ceiling for this team. They're that good. Uh, they play a tough schedule, but they expect to win, not just to grow and absorb things and get better. They expect to take on these tough teams, learn from it, you know, uh, absolutely, but they expect to win, and we've seen that with only two losses this year. Glenville, or Glenville, excuse me, Glen Oak hosting Copley, 16-6 and six on the year, the Golden Eagles. Uh, you know, they've had some good wins. They've had some bad losses. What, what's your take uh, on, you know, this team and Coach Hairston? Uh, can they refocus, put uh, everything behind them that happened in the regular season and, and start from 0-0 zero and zero and maybe do some damage? I think they can. That's well put, Kenny. I think they can do some damage. Uh, they're coming off that loss. Uh, to the Tigers, that track meet we did, that 99-93 game. Yeah. Um, but they are one of the most aggressive defenses, especially on the full-court press, next to McKinley that we've seen all year. They're a fun bunch of kids. Ja'Cory Lipkins, to me, playing his best basketball of the year. At, at the perfect time, too, as you come into the tournament. You've got a nice rotation of kids around them, too, with Bryce Broom and Ziegler and 
and some other young men on that team. Rick's got a nice team. I think he would be disappointed if they don't make somewhat of a deep run. They went out a little bit early last year. I don't anticipate that this year uh, for them. I expect them to go a little bit further this year. And he's got the kids and he's got the horses to do it. Kassenheiser's back healthy. 5-17 and 17 is the record for Lake, but could they surprise Brush and maybe a, another team or two now that they've got their best player back and maybe getting into mid-season form here uh, at the end of the season? Yeah, better late than never, right? I mean, yeah. look at what uh, Chase has done That since he's been back. He's, getting, he's rounding into his form, I think we would have seen all year. And, and I think over the weekend he had a 42 or 44-point game. That's wow. what he can do. Can he carry them by himself? No, he can keep them in it. And and Tom knows that. They want him, and, and a lot of things revolve around him, but everybody collectively has to get involved. It's a little different focus, a little different pressure when you hit one-and-done time, which is in the tournament. But if anybody could get him over a first-round hump, and you don't know where it's going from there, I think the Blue Streets could do that. They'd be a little sneaky and pull one off. And then Jackson at 18-4, and four, co-Federal League champs playing their best basketball of the season right now, led by yeah. Monterubio and Weekly. Um, I look at their bracket, and, and I expect them to play either Dover or Mentor in the uh, district semifinals, and then probably, or excuse me, uh, I expect them to play Dover in the, the district semifinals and then either Mentor or Green for the district championship uh, in the Northeast 3 bracket. Wow. Yeah, I tell you, all those games you just mentioned will be amazing. They really yeah. will. I'd love to see the matchup against Mentor. I'd love to see the rematch against Green. Uh, and I feel, uh, next to Louisville, it's, a, it's just my opinion, I think the top two teams in the county are Louisville and Jackson. And Jackson's rolled off. And, you know, we go back to last December. They come out slow. They go to Florida. They sweep that tournament down there. And since then, they've gone 15-1. and one. We've seen this team do this sort of thing so many times. They are playing at a confidence level, and you saw that, Kenny, up against yeah. uh, Medina here a week ago. They are a team to be reckoned with for the, uh, all the way to the district final and moving beyond that. I think they have as good a potential as any team that Coach Devic has had since his championship team. Yeah, and here's the thing. If it's green in the district championship, that settles who the true Federal League champion is, right? If it's Mentor, yeah, then yeah. you've got the you've got the GCC champs because Mentor beat Brunswick in overtime to win the GCC, and you've got the Federal League co-champs. So either way, as long as Jackson can get past Dover, who I think will be their toughest opponent before the finals, uh, we should have a hell of a uh, district championship game, whether it's green or Mentor against Jackson. Absolutely. It's shaping up to be so much fun, and that's what it's about this time of year, man. We we do games to get to this point, and there's always the question marks. Is there an upset? Can this team play the potential? You don't know till you tip it off, and, and we are looking so forward to it. It's going to be a fun run. Yeah, and then, of course, McKinley took the bye uh, in their bracket, and they'll play the winner of Cleveland Heights uh, and Mayfield. I, I expect them to get at least to the district semifinals when we could have a matchup yeah. between McKinley and Glen Oak, Bells. Yeah, we could, which I would love. That's the one I've been keeping my eye on. I think yeah. the Heights game is going to be very intriguing. That's going to be a lot of fun. Heights has a, a, a nice history of, of making some pushes. Uh, in the tournament, I think both teams are very athletic. We know that. I feel McKinley's the more disciplined team. Heights can get a little erratic at times and, and get out of their structure. 
McKinley, I, I, I hated to see them end the, way, the season the way they did. They had two shots at the Federal League title. One yeah. was for a share, and they lost to Green. And they still had a chance for a share the following week against Jackson and got a run off the court. So now they haven't played since, I believe, February 16th. So they've had okay. time to just kind of marinate on that, practice a little harder, work on some things that didn't allow you to finish games. And if you can bring that all together, Coach Weatherspoon has the group of kids who, who can go deep and make a push. And I'm anxious to see how they come out week one here in the tournament. Yeah, I think East Canton, uh, Jackson, and Louisville have the chance to do the most damage, go the furthest in the tournament. We'll see how it plays out, and we'll have the games for you either on WHBC Radio or WHBCSports.com, and that's where tonight's game can be found, Padua at Canton South with Dan Belford and Denny Kincaid calling the action. Bells, thanks for the time. Great stuff, and have a great call tonight. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one.